0: You're listening to Never Sleeps Network.
1: Welcome to The Express. It's Bilal Bakani, joined by my second favorite Daniel, Daniel Shahori, And Daniel, WrestleMania backlash, I think it's going to backfire. What are your general thoughts before we get into the specifics ahead of this pay-per-view?
0: Well, I think it's a interesting marketing. I mean, we'll see how this does, because it's otherwise... I don't know. I'm I'm not too excited about
1: it. What what are you excited about? So here's my thing with WrestleMania backlash. Um, The the branding is interesting, but overall I'm looking at this card and we'll break it down. I legitimately think only one championship will change hands. And I'm not even sure they're going to do that. I don't even think WWE is going to have the guts to flip a single title on this show. So I think it's going to be completely pointless, Dan, to be honest with you. Not even the tags? Well, I'm hoping the tag team titles get flipped. We'll get to it a little bit later. I'm hoping, but let's, let's start from the top and we'll work our way through. The main event, and this is pretty debatable, is Braun Strowman uh, along with Drew McIntyre taking on WWE champion Bobby Lashley. And Dan, I just, I can't see Bobby. He just got the title ahead of Mania. Drew's already had it. Braun, seen Braun as champion, it's not good. I just can't imagine they're going to take this title off Lashley. Oh, they don't seem even that hot on Bobby, like not, none of these guys right now really feel like they should be in the WWE title picture, to be quite honest with you.
0: I don't think they'll take it off Lashley. And I also don't think that this is going to be the main event. I mean, did they say that? I think Roman and Cesaro will be last.
1: Yeah. And maybe this is the website trying to throw things off here, but it seems to be, you know, I'm going by the website. It's seeming to get, you know, the top billing on the website, but maybe it's you know, simple as three names, They think it's more marketable. But to your point, I agree. If you're actually, you know, booking this in terms of a main event, I I would put Cesaro and and Roman Reigns in there. Um, But I I think this is just them playing their social media number going, oh, three superstars with followers are better than two. So they should be a bigger match, right? Uh, I don't know. I I agree. That's what they're probably thinking. But I don't think it is. It's such a cold program because if you go back to Bobby Lashley winning the title, you know, ultimately... Um it's just one of those things where I, I just riddle won the title right riddle run wanted he, yeah. he morrison it, it really feels like to me that when they get bored of the riddle randy orton thing riddle's going to be the WWE champion that's what it <laughs> it, it literally oh, really? feels it literally feels to me like this is a placeholder maybe and 6 months from now we're gonna have Matt Riddle as WWE champion. That's what I think is happening. Maybe
0: I mean you, uh, you could be right, but but you know, look, this match, the the three way is, is. I don't. Uh, I'm kind of bored of all any th- any of those combinations of yep. any three of them, and but and then on the other end, and I know we're gonna get there, but the, on the other end, uh, Cesaro and Reigns is fresh, and it's it's yeah. You know, I, I, we know that Roman is gonna win, but it's fresh. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, no. And they're, you know, the thing, and we'll, we'll just go to it now. We'll skip ahead. It, those two guys, like, you know, two of the t-shirts I own are Roman Reigns t-shirts and Cesaro t-shirts. I, I can't imagine I'm ever going to buy a Braun Strowman t-shirt. No, not a Drew McIntyre t-shirt that particularly appeals to me. It may appeal to you if you're Scottish or Terminator um, mm. and Bobby Lashley. I love the, the hurt business. Well, the hurt business, they destroyed a stable in the process of giving him the title. And that was the marketable thing to me. Like just having MVP, and lastly, as part of the stable, it just does nothing for me. So let, let's get to that match. You know, this is going to be really good. First of all, you've got Cesaro finally getting his shot off the Seth Rollins win Mania. You've got Roman coming off the back of finishing Daniel Bryan's career, quote unquote, on SmackDown. Edge hasn't even, you know, I'm wearing a Edge shirt. Nobody listening can see that. But, you know, he's taken, he's stacked them, he's pinned them, he's whacked them, whatever his shirt says. <laughs> and. You know, and I just can't honestly remember because that's not the Roman Reigns shirt I bought. But, you know, there's a lot of built... And then you throw in the returning Uso situation where the Usos are having almost a mini feud on top of this. This has... Like, I am 110% into this. And yep. I don't think Cesaro will win. But my God, Dan, if Cesaro wins... Like, I will just love this whole show as a result.
0: It, look, I, I said it's a it's a foregone conclusion. But maybe... They 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 sometimes like they could they could do it just for the shock value yeah. and uh, and and obviously it's going to go back to Roman at some point mm. so maybe but uh, regardless uh, you know uh, I don't I don't expect it but it's now it's almost now or never with Cesaro right if you're going to yeah. do it I mean when are you going to do it again
1: after well, this point th- so oh. here's what they could do if they're very clever and Dan I'm going to give WWE way too much credit which I always do. Yep. Cesaro could lose here. I think and I don't forget when the draft is, but it's coming up. They could have Cesaro go to Raw, pick out Bobby Lashley or whatever. And realistically, that's what they should do, right? They should leave Roman very strong, leave him with the Uso drama, and then have Cesaro go to Raw, take the top title on Raw, because Raw is a mess from top to bottom. Wait,
0: when, when is this draft? That's not going to be. For I don't remember
1: exactly. Apparently, it's it's coming up. Fox has been promoting it. Um, it's oh, apparently like soon. I I forget when
0: three, that'll be the third draft in the year.
1: Yeah. But you know what? They're, they're bound to shake things up. It's post mania. Um, Okay.
0: Okay. So, all right.
1: Yeah,
0: Cesaro goes, okay. Hey, look, that would be another fresh. If they, if they can hold on to that uh, thought, uh, that's that would be a, that'd be a great match. uh, Cesaro and last week, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, and, and look, Daniel Bryan, I feel like he may end up on Raw. So Cesaro is there as well. Maybe we can get more of that Daniel Cesaro thing, and I thought that was very good as well. So I, that's a, a incredibly optimistic situation. What we're probably going to have is a Raw title picture, which is in a holding pattern until Riddle's done playing with Randy Orton, and you know, and I, I use those words somewhat tongue in cheek, but also you know, understanding the context of those those two men, and they you know allegedly deserve each other. But nevertheless, um, it's an interesting situation. Let, let's go to the SmackDown women's title. You know Bianca Belair getting the win over Sasha Banks, and now she's going to go to Bailey. I again can't really see Bailey like Bailey doesn't need this title, and Bianca's literally won it four weeks ago. So not unlike Lashley, I just you I can't you can't take it off Bianca this quickly.
0: No, not a chance, and it's it'd be no and 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 it's almost like like you watch smackdown tonight Mm -hmm. like it's almost like they're not even really trying in this build it's like you you know it's not going to happen and they know and everybody knows it's not going to happen yeah like that was a that was like a really uh (laughs) there was nothing to that final promo between the two of them that was silly
1: I got a little bit out of it, but to your point, I, I can almost see Sasha Banks or Carmella showing up on the SmackDown after yes. this. Like, I can literally say... Immediately. One of those two may be a triple threat, maybe a fatal But but th- those two are going to face Bianca. And I think Bianca's going to beat both of them too. So we're on, you know, step one of what should be at least a six-month or at least a three-month title yeah. reign because you just, you have potentially, and we're in the same situation with Rhea Ripley, but less so than Rhea. Bianca is the, like, you know, we talk about Cesaro. She is a potential future star, the way Drew McIntyre was when he had the championship. And those are very, very rare, especially off of a Royal Rumble win. How many times have we seen Shinsuke win a Rumble and not really become a star? Uh, time and time, well, yeah, but time and time again. <laughs> Shinsuke is an example of a symptom, I should say. So it's just, yeah, you, you, man, if they took it off her, I just think it would tarnish a lot of people on Bianca forever. And, and Bailey's Teflon at this point, she's good no matter what. Right.
0: Agreed. And no, there's no reason. And, and I think they're going to, and plus they'll, they'll probably get a few pay-per-views out of, out of Bailey with Bianca. Yeah.
1: yeah even, no, if no, they,
0: even if they add uh, uh, Carmela or whoever.
1: Yeah. As I said, Carmella, Sasha, Um, To be honest, there's not much else happening. Where is Sasha? Uh, She was there the the week after Mania, and she was so upset she didn't say anything, and then she just disappeared. So I think she wanted some time off, rightfully so. Okay. Um, Moving to the Raw Women's Championship, and once again, Dan, Raw not in the situation that SmackDown is in, and as a result, they've done a triple threat. Uh, Weird how these things mimic each other, and I just realized it. So Rhea Ripley, who won... The Raw Women's Championship is going to defend against yeah. Asuka and Charlotte. I, man, I, again, Rhea, I, I get that she didn't win the Rumble, but it very much is like Bianca. She came up through NXT, and this is your chance to make her a future star. Unlike Bianca, I don't really know if she's a heel or a face. She's kind of a heel right now, but that's sort of the wrong choice for her, especially with Charlotte nipping at her toes as a full-on heel. and Asuka, who's the face here is not really a consideration like WWE has seemed disinterested in her for 6 months now and they just they know she's good so they keep her around this title picture but she's probably going to eat the pinfall and Rhea's probably going to retain and then we're probably god are we going to get heel Rhea versus heel Flair like is that where we're going here
0: uh, good, I don't know it, it's the Rhea that it's she's been confusing ever since she's hmm. walked onto Raw and uh, I don't know what she is, and I and, and and really, I don't know what Charlotte is either. And really, Asuka is just like chaotic, good like she's not really good or bad. And she's, I don't know, but I, I'm most confused about Rhea. It's not, it's not a given they're going to keep it on her to uh, tomorrow. I'm worried. I mean, yeah. I assume that they should, or excuse me, I mean, they should. In my opinion. But yeah, but you
1: never know because we were at WrestleMania a few years ago and we saw the Charlotte situation. And the other thing <sighs> is Alexa Bliss is on the peripheral. And I think oh, the path here is Alexa crushes Asuka, but then you have to put her into this program pretty quickly. But, <sighs> look, look, you know, here's the problem. Rhea Ripley came in and took on Asuka. She was the heel. Charlotte Flair, with the help of Sonya Deville, after assaulting a referee, came back and got reinstated. She is a heel. Alexa Bliss cost The Fiend, who's apparently a face, a match against Randy Orton, who at the time was a heel. I don't think he's a heel right now. So Alexa Bliss is a heel. So the problem you have on Raw is there is not a legitimate baby face on the roster, aside from Asuka. And they don't care about Asuka anymore. So they just keep doing triple threats to have a face in here with oscar like do you just replace charlotte with alexa bliss in a month and do this again <clears throat> to your point not
0: just the women hmm. like uh, everybody the men is what there's like i guess it's drew, drew there's no baby faces it's hmm. drew McIntyre, and then suddenly Shelton benjamin yeah. and that's From really top. it though right
1: yeah no it is a mess and yeah. uh you know i'm sort of disappointed we don't get to nobody about- to cheer for on this show Well, and and, and Raw, and maybe this is a problem with pandemic wrestling. I think it's, I think AEW and WWE, we are going to talk about blood and guts at the end here. I think it's very easy to just have a heel champion because you, you don't have crowds. It's easy to book. People are generally in a sad place because of COVID. So if there was ever a time for a heel champion, like that's the default, that's the COVID move. You put in a heel champion, you let them have a long reign and you sort of could... In doing that, you could have a really nice journey for a babyface to get up to that title. But the problem here is, and you're right, the problem with Drew as well, is there isn't really much of a babyface journey, you know, like with Bianca, she came to SmackDown, she, she showed out, she won the Royal Rumble, and she completed the journey at WrestleMania. That was a build that was emotional for fans like you and me, because we went along the journey with Bianca. That is not happening with the exception of Cesaro in the next match. We're going to talk about it's generally just not happening on either brand, but specifically raw. It's a bigger problem.
0: Agreed. Uh, Again, I very few people to cheer for on raw and, and this, this, and, and I, I should be, I really should be wanting to cheer for Rhea Ripley, but I'm not.
1: Well, she should be a face. I think that's the other problem too. They have so weird. They've greatly miscalculated. I think the problem is, quite honestly, Lacey Evans was supposed to be in that WrestleMania match. And if she was, she would have been the heel. And they would have launched Rhea as a face. And then they probably would have been fine. Because Rhea Ripley, I think, works a lot better as a face. I don't think... she. It's similar to the Aleister Black thing. She, Mm -hmm. her style, her gimmick, coming up through NXT, people naturally think she's cool. She is cool. I don't even think there's any way around it. And if her primary rival is Charlotte, she's a face like she is, she should be a face. And they should be, they made a knee jerk reaction to slap together a program because Charlotte wasn't, or they didn't want to put Charlotte on mania and they've sort of, you know, done long-term damage to the Rhea Ripley character to accommodate a WrestleMania storyline, which was a, a huge, huge mistake. Like at that point, Geez, they should have just stuck Bailey in that match at WrestleMania, so they had a natural heel. You know, just work some sort of wild card gimmick, put Bailey in there, and let Rhea develop herself as a face. And you know, especially it would have been her against Oscar Bailey, two former NXT champions, and she could have had a whole thing about how their time was over. Um, but anyways, let's take a look at the SmackDown Tag Team Championship: uh, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode taking on Ray and Dominic Mysterio. And Dan, this is you know, outside of the Cesaro thing, this is about the, like if if Cesaro wins and if the Mysterios win, I'm very happy. Mm -hmm. But if those two things don't happen, and I think more so the Mysterios, because I think Cesaro. More so. Yeah, I think more so because Cesaro, I think we've at least gotten the journey to this point. I think the problem with the Mysterios is if you don't do it now, I know. I know with Cesaro it's now or never, but he's going to have another five years where they could potentially put him back in this position. But with Ray, this is probably, if not his last stand, one of his last stands with Dominic. And you gotta do it now. Because if you don't do it now, you maybe never do it.
0: Yes, you have like why why wouldn't they do this? But I mean, like, of course, but yeah, they need their WrestleMania backlash moment, right? And mm-hmm. the first one ever. So they can when they when they brand it next year, we can talk about that. That was a moment. For WrestleMania. I'm, I'm just kidding, but I mean uh, that there's no reason not to do this and if they don't do it, but again, th- you know what? And there's there is a one in ten chance they will they will keep the belt on the goddamn dirty dogs and but there's a chance they'll do it because whatever it's too obvious a yeah. swerve for the sake of a swerve,
1: but uh, Dan, Dan, I'll tell you what's reassuring because we, we both watch Smackdown you had Natalia. And you had Mm -hmm. Tamina and they won the women's championships and it was a great moment. And should that have been at WrestleMania? Yes. It really should have. And should this have been at WrestleMania? Yes, it really should have. But I, I think, and I don't really agree with this, but basically I think WWE sat there and said, what are we doing after WrestleMania? Right. I don't know. Can we stretch things out? Yes. And I think that's what they've done with the women's tag team champions. Um, it seems like that's what they're doing with the SmackDown tag team titles. So, you know, it's still not ideal because yes, that would have been one of the better WrestleMania moments in the last five years. have. And this rebranding of WrestleMania backlash, I think like, let's be cool. I'm going to be brutally honest. I think it's just so I think WWE is looking at Peacock and going, we have a lot of people who don't know our product who are going to watch WrestleMania and maybe we can confuse them with this yes. naming or maybe not confuse, but entice them, them in. Yeah. Entice yes. them, maybe manipulate debatable. Uh, I think that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It, it, it's sort of oversimplifying the product for casuals. Yeah. And, and look, I don't really disagree with that, but I, I just, we're looking at the, you know, I, I'm taking a step back. Most of these matches didn't need to happen. Like I don't want a bunch of WrestleMania, like, I almost wish it wasn't Backlash, Dan. I wish it was WrestleMania reset. And I wish this was just a card of just like like the Cesaro-Roman Reigns thing. I wish this was a progression. Even the Bianca Bailey thing to a lesser extent. But you've got two triple threats that are offshoots of Mania matches. You have a tag team title match, which wasn't even on Mania. It's not even technically a Backlash of Mania. It was on, like, this is a WrestleMania Backlash from WrestleMania SmackDown.
0: Yeah. So there's no backlash from WrestleMania to any of this. Yeah. I even, it's all, is it an all fresh matches? There's no rematches from mania. Are there, is there?
1: Well, this is the thing. It's these half measures of these triple threats, which are two thirds rematches and the other two are totally new matches. And I, I also think, I think this, you know, I don't, I'm not really calling this a sport. The sport entertainment is evolving. And I, I don't like th- this is a company that's talked about no ba- rematches, no rematch clauses. So to still have a WrestleMania backlash is fairly antiquated and stupid. Like this is yep. a company that tells you that you don't you're not entitled to rematches. So why are you doing a card that's built around like with the exception of two matches? Quite honestly, Dan. These are all rematches in some shape or form. Like they're look, partially What
0: they did they They said that once on TV. were after twenty years of automatic rematches, and then they've gone back to the rematch. It's like it's essentially every who has who doesn't get a rematch.
1: Yeah, it's I. It, I sometimes I don't even know what this company is dead. But anyways, yeah. the final match, and maybe that's a good segue. Not knowing what this company is, is Damian Priest taking on the Miz in a lumberjack match.
0: This. Oh God, I forgot.
1: About um, yeah, I I honestly did forget it was on the card, even though I watched Raw on Monday. I, I, I guess the, the plus side here is Priest seems to be getting a legitimate push, you know, a very slow burn of a, like for a, a very old rookie. He's getting a very slow burn of a push, but he is getting it. And I think maybe, I'm hoping, maybe they finally pull the trigger on the Miz-Morrison split because yes. it, it's been good. I just don't think they have a lot left. I think the Maurice thing was good. I think John Morrison's comedy has been good. The angle on Raw where he gave up the stipulation was good. But I think you got to do it now. I, I don't want to sit here for another month and watch these guys fumble and bumble around when they could just be going head to head because, you know, just that's what we need to happen. And they need to start doing some new programs like they really desperately do. So that's my hope here. Um, and I hope Priest gets the win, most importantly.
0: Yeah, I hope they Finally, do something with Morrison. I never hmm. even considered that they are definitely going to break them up. Uh, with pre look, priest it's, it, it makes me hard. It, it, it's hard for me to like him when he gets to, and I, and I do like him, but hmm. when he when he gets uh, to choose the stipulation, and he chooses a lumberjack match, and uh, because <laughs> like, who wants to see a lumberjack match?
1: I I, I guess why. Yeah, I, I guess the argument is he doesn't want the Miz to be able to escape, and they had to do so, they had to do something where John Morrison could f it up. That's that, that's the reality of it. Is this is a very convoluted way, but hopefully the spot is good, right? Hopefully it's John Morrison does something and the Miz directly loses the match as a result. Yes. Um, yeah, Miz is going to turn on Morrison. Yeah, w- yeah, um, or. Yeah, see, I don't even know, and I don't really care enough to sit here and tell them what the exact spot is because then I'll think of something better than they would think of and I'll be sad when it doesn't happen. So I'm going to leave that. But we'll see. I, I think the results are what matter here. And, you know, hopefully this is moving forward because look, Bad Bunny's got a tour. He's not coming back uh, anytime soon. And, you know, Priest is a guy who, you know, Seamus, I'm surprised he's not in this card defending his U.S. title against Mansour. And, uh, uh, Humberto Carrillo, which I would like to see actually, because that would be a great match. Uh, I don't know about the story behind it, but maybe you can I get. Hurt. Well, yeah, the, you're right. I forgot about that. But maybe you can get Priest to a point where you know, in the near future, he can challenge Seamus, and maybe yeah, not right tough. away, but because, yeah, Seamus has been. Good. Oh, I, I think
0: know. I I hadn't even when you said that, I was like, oh, I it, it was like yes, that's I think that's exactly where they're going to go next.
1: Yeah, I, I want to give Seamus a little more time with that title because I think he, him just being sort of the reverse John Cena with that U.S. title is kind of perfect. Um, so I wouldn't mind a month more of him just crushing people and not giving them title shots. But anyways, I Dan, think
0: you're going to get exactly that a month more.
1: Yeah, I think that's where it'll go. So, Dan, you had your vegetables. Now you can have your steak. Yes, I stole that right from what culture. So shout out to them. Yeah. Um, but let's look back at AEW Blood and All Guts. Right. Uh, I meant to do a preview, but Dan, it's really just TV. Um, but certainly,
0: it was good. I, what, were you, were you not more excited for for Blood and Guts, or rather than this than WrestleMania Backlash? That was a regular TV show.
1: Yeah, no, that's a pretty good point. And and I was more I,
0: excited for last for this week's Dynamite than than WrestleMania Backlash.
1: Yeah, no, no, I think that's fair. I, I'm a big fan of the whole war, you know, even if it's war games without calling it war games, I think that was great. I did like that. I believe it was Sammy and Sean Spears who started it. Um, I thought that was a really good. I think it was Dax. I feel like Dax was the first one who came in with shop. Anyways, this little, we won't argue about semantics and also you're probably right. Cause you love AEW, but nevertheless, I, I like the setup. I like, you know, one of the things NXT fails to do with war games is they often don't let the heels have the advantage. And it's such a fundamental simple thing when you do a match like this yes but if you give the heels and the advantage it's just so perfect yeah um listen the, the criticism is going to be a the the gore and and I always have this problem with AEW. I think they i i know like, they've already got the hardcores dan they don't need guys blading or whatever else it's just a it's just a step too far
0: like that's it everyone was bleeding everyone was bleeding this past Wednesday like it, there's a lot of blood on aew right now
1: yeah, and, and look, I again, like hardcores will love it, but this is a product, like, quite honestly, this is a product that is approaching Monday Night Raw in terms of ratings. You need to start thinking of this as a more mainstream product, right? And it goes even to that Cody promo this week, which was, I thought was a good promo, but it was a very basic promo. And if you didn't know, and you should know, that Cody's dad is the American dream, maybe you wouldn't have picked up on that, right? Or if you didn't understand, if you hadn't been watching Dark, which I've honestly stopped watching because it's just too much damn wrestling, Dan or Elevation, you don't have a good yeah. good sense of Anthony Agogo. Like you have a little bit of a sense, but if you've been listening to him on commentary, uh, I believe he's on Dark sometimes, and if you've been watching him crush jobbers, you know this guy is a killer. But if you just like saw him as like QT Marshall's guy, and now all of a sudden he's got a match with Cody, you'd be like, what? You insult America? You get a shot at Cody? Is that how it works? Like I I, I think there's I think this is the problem dan and is generally doing great like i know tNT only wanted like half a million viewers and they're well over a million now like it's just could be perfect i think that's the problem is it could be perfect and they're still making like not so much technical mistakes i'll admit but they're still making mistakes i
0: agree i think that was a i really think that was a, a large mistake uh putting him with Cody or unless he's he's i guess he's gonna go over Cody i don't know i
1: don't know yeah it's hard to say like because is but, cody gonna gonna do that uh maybe but i
0: mean it's also like okay, first of all he was feuding with qt mm. and then suddenly there's this anti-american thing happening and then he's fighting for for america with anthony agogo mm. where he's in a stable where anthony is in a stable with three other americans great so why didn't she put him that. why didn't she put him with like What's his name? The Brazilian dude. And, and uh yeah, like, yep, yeah.
1: uh, and a few uh, of the some, Japanese
0: some... guys and a few of the Mexican guys, like Penta. Yeah. Why didn't you like why couldn't Penta, who was already feuding with Cody, and they yeah. they dropped that? Yeah, PAC. PAC, perfect. Like yeah, exactly. yeah, the death triangle. Put him in the, the death, death triangle. triangle. Like
1: it's so yeah. simple. You're
0: right. He could he should have gone with the <laughs> exactly, and then do the anti-American thing. But it happened so quickly, and now we're going to the match, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And before I forget, I, I, I was giving AEW a pass on production. And I just remembered a production thing. I hated uh, Jericho going off the cage. That was shot like the, the, the direct. Okay. It wasn't so much how it was shot. It was the direction of it. The camera shot they picked made it look like crap. And Chris legitimately injured his arm. Like it wasn't like it wasn't a bad bump because it was such a bad bump. I don't even think they rehearsed it. Like the problem was that you can't, you, you've got to cut it. So you see MJF and you just see Jericho pushed out of the frame, you see MJF's bloody face, and then you cut to Jericho's corpse. But it's got to be a tight cut because you don't want to see the wood or whatever, the hell, all the stuff around it. And then you cut back to MJF. It's got to be snappy. Um, And look, WWE gets carried away with their cuts. They have the opposite problem. But this is such an easy fix. and, And that stuff drives me crazy. So, And then also, the other problem with this is Sammy essentially gives up the match. And then Jericho just yep. shows up next week. Well, did you that's go the it, match right? Like
0: that, okay, that, okay, that was the, the button on it where it, it's uh, that he showed up. Like, what? You couldn't, you Give him the couldn't week off. sell that for a week? Yeah, he's Come obviously on, injured. That's, that's... Like,
1: he's already selling. And, and, he, and he is injured, exactly. Like, so and... why is he there? And, and then, Dan, you know, they're coming in the whatever ATV thing, and you can see Jericho in the back. You
0: see, right? Like I didn't but notice that, it, but other
1: people have pointed it out. I honestly didn't notice it, to be fair.
0: I didn't notice it either, but but uh, but I also know, like it was just stupid. I mean, again, I for all the things I love about the show, it, there's so many glaring things. It's like you are, are the Pinnacles stupid that they did not see? We all knew what it was. Mm-hmm. We all knew what where uh, Sammy is pointing a gun at them. We all knew what was going to happen, but they just stayed in the ring. They had all the time in the <laughs> world and they just stayed there waiting for it, right? We all saw Raw 20 years ago. We all knew mm. what was coming, right? Yeah. Yeah, anyways.
1: <laughs> and, and, and I'll throw in a, co- a couple more AEW things and then we'll get out of here in a few minutes, but you know, also SCU. Mm. Oh, that yeah. was a big problem. Like, yeah, it just... Don't do it over a picture in pitcher Like, give those guys.
0: Are we talking about like when the match was over and they? Yeah, it? more
1: so when the match was over because that was
0: so, I was so I was so surprised they did that. Like,
1: I, I, just, anything more? Like, legitimately, anything more? Even if it's just natural sound. Like I know they more. came
0: back to them like five minutes yeah, later. Yeah, it's too late then. It's and just... But, but just through a replay, but that was, that should have been a, a really big moment, like one of the bigger moments, but I couldn't mm-hmm. believe they, they cut away to show whatever it was, like Moxley and Kingston in yeah, the I back. Like, that could have that. waited. That could have waited. Yeah. You know, they wanted to see that at that time. Yeah. I was, I was really shocked by that.
1: You know, and, and also again, I'm just throwing stuff out whatever comes to my head. I haven't really prepared this, but certainly the, the Cargill stuff where she's looking for a manager and she just says the same lame catchphrase every time. I, I, I don't need like, look, look, I'm not cool, Dan. I don't even know what that means. So it doesn't work for me. Um, she's not a bitch. I, I guess. But what does that even mean? Like, it's just, I, uh, no, I don't know. But... And, and, and look, the, the thing about it is like, she can talk. So what does she need a manager? And she's not really a free agent. Like she's literally contracted to AEW. Like she's all lead, so yeah. what the hell? Like, well, why does
0: she need? I don't know. She guess she's, uh, but yeah. Do you think? Do you think this is leading somewhere that she's gonna be paired with somebody?
1: Look, I was hoping she'd be paired with Selena Vega, but that's obviously not happening because apparently Selena Vega has been hanging out with the Rock's uh, daughter and the Performance Center. So that was the best case scenario. That's not happening. So she's probably just gonna be what Vicky Guerrero, Team Taz. Um, Maybe Paul Wright. I just the options like I it just is not. This is the problem. The bigger problem is she's already a good talker. She's already really good. She doesn't really need one. And it's not like you have a glutton of managers. And it's kind of notable that we're not really seeing uh, a Jake the Snake approach her, which I understand for obvious reasons. Some of the things yes, Jake that has would said not work. But yeah. No, but. Like if every if Arn Anderson was interested, you know, maybe that would get me. That'd, or, be, a,
0: that'd be a conflict of interest. I yes. get it.
1: But but Tully Blanchard, if she was such a prospect, Tully, yeah, you know that every single manager yeah, was concerned. Taz
0: should have. Taz hasn't. Yeah, I,
1: like I'm shocked that Taz isn't doing it. And, and look, you could uh, the, the guy with Penta, you know. Like that—that that could have been a hilarious segment. Yes. Penta says yes. we'd like to represent you. Wait, maybe What's I should his say. Name? That. Alejandro? Yeah, doesn't I, I you know? He—he I, yes. I, I, he hasn't put himself over enough. But yeah. you know, like they had MJF's lawyer or whatever. I forgot he was even part of AEW. That's like, when they showed that, and I was like, who? Like, like I'm they afraid
0: showed that. On... Oh,
1: who remembers Dan, that? I'm afraid yeah. he's gonna be like honestly. Like why else would you even go well, to that? Well, he was the most compelling case.
0: Even though I like, so I was much. trying to remember I was trying to remember who he was. And then I was like, oh, like I vaguely remember that was so long ago. And then they showed uh, it on dark. Like I where is this guy? Why isn't this guy with MJF now?
1: Yeah, which is a great point. And yeah, I struggle. Like why Maybe Don Callis should go with her. Yeah, look, that would be interesting to me if Callis was like, "Well, yeah. already dominant, got the tag she team She should titles, be in the elite. Yeah, that would be perfect. We got the tag team titles, we got the world title. All we're missing yeah. is the women's title, and maybe I'm going to get you know uh, Miro to come in too, and and maybe Callis is trying mm-hmm. to just max, just just recruit his way into having all the gold, which would actually be interesting. And you know, these can just be little asides they don't have to be all be legitimate they don't all have to connect they can be red herrings i have no problem with that like look i would love to even see the best friends have a debate over if uh you know if uh she should join them and just have chris datlander say what are you guys being probe what are you thinking Uh -uh, this is a one woman show to quote batman forever like there's yeah. actually, she would like,
0: never join them, but that would be yeah, funny for them to watch. Yeah,
1: yeah just just watch, uh, you know, them ha- they're having their meeting, and Orange Cassidy's like, should we, should we do this? No, no. <laughs> um, but, like, see, that's the, uh, again, it's the potential, right, Dan? It's the potential. It's, like, the Dark Order would be, in, like, how right. hilarious would it be if the Dark Order, and, and she just had no interest at all, and maybe I would
0: want to see her, her beat up like at least three or four of them.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it would be perfect. Like with yeah. no effort, put them through a table. End of you know, end of negotiations with you going through the negotiation table. That would be hilarious. And then Hangman Page walks in and is like, "What are you guys doing?" And then just leaves. Um, so, uh, you know, even Big Money Matt, I know he's been mentioned, but how has yeah. that not been a bigger a big pitch, right? Like, because he wasn't even
0: on the show this week.
1: Yeah. I, I, this is the like, there is a strong universe here, but I, I'm not convinced, Dan, that they're going to ever put it all together. That's probably the problem, right? Like, with WWE, it's almost more forgivable because they're all idiots. It's clear. The Vince McMahon's an idiot and he has no idea. But uh, Tony Khan and Cody, they have. Like going back to the Cody thing quickly, and we, we you should wrap because we'll just be here forever. Otherwise, the, the the promo and this. Just think of this from a more abstract point. You're doing a very pro American versus the UK angle during a global pandemic where people can travel, and you don't have much audience to put it over. With, with a guy who's very new, who's not really known to the audience. I just, who is this for?
0: I, no, it was rushed. And it's like, it's rushed. Uh, like, I don't think Anthony Gogo should be anywhere near Cody Rhodes yet. Yeah. that's like, yeah. We've seen him like what we've seen him in two matches where he immediately knocks the guy out. Right. Or no. the gut punch. Like, so like, first of all, like, I also think this, this gut punch gimmick is going to paint him in a corner because mm-hmm. what he' is he not going be able to, is he not gonna be able to throw a punch in a match other than if, he, if he's gonna knock him out like because everyone throws punches but if he's gonna if he has that much power you can't mm-hmm. have him throw regular punches after like when you you've already established that he has incredible knockout power. so I want to see what they do with him.
1: yeah and they, they don't have a cruiserweight championship. So what's going to happen when he runs into a heavyweight who's 350 pounds and has a gut? Well,
0: I don't know. I mean, like, because I, I, as far as I know, I mean, I, I really don't, I haven't seen him really wrestle because hmm. uh, I don't think he, he has that many matches under his belt uh, on television anyways, right? So, again, I don't know what he's going to do with, with Cody. And he's, they've already, unless he knocks Cody out pretty fast, but how, okay, maybe, maybe that's what they're going to do.
1: Yeah, uh, it's, it, it's very interesting, Dan. And uh, one last thing here is sort of the Miro taking the TNT title. Mm-hmm. Look, I know for a lot of people, and I'm somewhat in this camp, it's very nice to see Miro finally get a mid-card title. He kind of did that, um, but main event a show and win a title. But, and, and I wasn't really ever that crazy about Darby Allen. I think he was a little overrated. I I have an immense amount of respect for him. I think the sting thing is cool, but there's certainly questions outside of the ring. And I have some questions in terms of, is this guy really a draw? Is he really that mainstream? Does he have the potential of an orange Cassidy uh, or a, a pack to, and granted those guys have been elevated to a title, you know, a main event picture, but he didn't like, you know, or even a hangman page. He just didn't have that. I don't think Miro necessarily has that as well, but I guess the thing is, I, I, as much as I'm happy for Miro, I kind of feel like this is ceiling, Dan. I don't think you're ever going to get Miro against Kenny Omega or Adam Page for the world title. I just don't see it.
0: No, I think for now this is as good as it gets. I mean, it's pretty good. He mm-hmm. he he beat a a dominant champion. Yeah. Uh, us. but and so but going back to what you just said is is I keep hearing unless if uh, I'm getting Misinformed that the Darby is a rating straw.
1: Yeah. I've heard that, Dan. I have a lot of questions about that because, but, but okay, so people are looking at quarter hours. The thing is, like, a quarter hour could be up because a debate ended or be like, I, I don't think the guy, you know, like when Brock Lesnar went to UFC, they had buy rates that I'd never seen. Darby's not in that universe. Like, the guy, get, like
0: go ahead. Darby's in the top five stars in AEW?
1: No. I would no. go Kenny. I'd put Britt Baker in there. I would put uh, Hangman Page. I would put Orange Cassidy, even, you know, maybe he's borderline. And the fifth one's going to be tough, but to me, it's not Darby Allen.
0: You're missing some big names. Yeah, exactly. Boxley, Jericho, yeah. MJF.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. I just went so maybe he's not even in the top ten. That's my point, right? I don't – Jungle I, Boy? Yeah. Maybe that title is like I I don't dispute the numbers. I think that TNT title, in, in fairness to Cody and Brody and everyone who's held it, I think the title is a draw. I don't think Darby Allen is a draw, and I, I think it tell it says something that we've gotten less. he's sort of gotten less and less time as a character and more and more time as a wrestler. And look, he's a really really great wrestler. Like his ability to put over as a monster is one of the best I've ever seen. Like, I don't, Miro's never felt more powerful than in that match with Darby Allen, And some of that is just size, but it's also Darby's ability to just absorb pain oh, in, in such a way. I, I worry for him. Yeah, yeah it's, it's dangerous. So, so, but this is the same thing with Miro, right? I, I When Cody had that title, it, it, I think it was legitimately a draw. I think some of that's carried over. It'll be very, very interesting to see with Miro... I think eventually what's going to happen is this title is going to really settle into that mid-card title. And, you know, Kenny is going to have to main event more and more shows, which is fine because Hangman's going to come in there and he's going to have to main event more and more shows. But I think what you're seeing now where that TNT title can main event, I think that's going to slowly but surely decline because it just can't be maintained. And I think all of this is off the back of Cody. I hate to give him that much credit, but I think all of the prestige around that title is what Cody did with it. Um, yeah. And, you know, some of the people he brought in and, you know, of course, they're not doing this to everybody else. But Cody was able to bring the horse. What was the guy's name? The horse guy. I forget the guy's name. War Horse. War Horse. Um, we were able to get Cobb in there for a bit. Like, yeah. obviously, Cody pulled some strings to make himself and that title special. He's not really doing that for anyone else, understandably so. So, you know, to some extent, they're not putting the effort in on that title that they used to. And again, the pandemic's changed that as well. I want to be fair about that. But, you know, I, I it's kind of all downhill from here, I would tell you, because I just don't think there's like if it's Miro, I'm trying to think who does Kip Sabian get a shot at him at some point? I don't at even know. At some point? Yeah, when he comes I,
0: back, he's gonna get and he's gonna get murdered.
1: Yeah, I think that's not gonna,
0: a Is gonna go through the whole Dark Order. Yep, and for obviously, he's gonna go through uh Lance Archer.
1: Yep, uh, probably next, yeah,
0: first, and then Darby will get another shot at some point.
1: Yeah, I, I'll just tell you this. Um, you take Archer. And you take Miro and look, two guys who have been in this a long time. Like, geez, Archer goes back to Impact. Like, we're going way back, and Miro's been WWE for a very long time. He and goes I,
0: back to WWE, Lance Archer.
1: Yeah, I forgot about that. I have so much respect for these two guys, but I just I don't I don't see it as a draw. Like, uh, you know, like like here's a great comparison: Raquel Gonzalez and Mercedes Martinez. To me, that's a bigger draw because. Gonzalez has been booked very, very well for a year. Mercedes Martinez is highly regarded and up until Retribution, pretty well booked, which was a big stretch of time. And the reality is, Miro's not been booked well. In fact, Miro's been one of the worst booked guys in AEW until very recently.
0: Well, they've until re- exactly. They flipped and him.
1: People have forgotten about Lance Archer. There was a point where we looked at Archer as a guy who could be a world champion, or maybe it was just me. And I, I do, again, I don't. See, might. I, I don't really see it now. I think the Jake Roberts thing is starting. Like, I'm not even sure if it's worth having. He did, I think
0: he. he I agree. I, I mean, I like Jake, but I mean, you know what? I want, I want to see Jake manage Abaddon.
1: Yes. Yeah. Because it. Yeah. Ar- Archer's not a bad talker, and he's not. Yeah, a I, Yeah, I think
0: right. Our, our pair him with Sting now. Yeah,
1: like. I honestly think Archer putting guys through roofs and just kicking yeah. ass and running out there. Like it's pretty self-explanatory, but like, I assumed he
0: was going to become like a vigilante character. Like, yeah, thing.
1: yeah, exactly. That, like he should just be, you know, it's sort of the Alistair Black in reverse instead yes. of waiting for somebody to pick a fight, he's picking yeah. fights and you, you love them or you exactly. hate them it and it, like it's an nice and simple. Guy. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I don't even, I don't, you know, look, if you needed to build a trio, maybe you put them with a the tag team in a pinch, uh, if we ever get those trio titles, which I desperately want in AEW, but it is what it is. Dan, any final thoughts on AEW, and then we will get out of here.
0: Uh, again, it's, it, even though you know we can nitpick at the death, mm-hmm. there is a lot of problems, but it, again, I still look forward to it every week. Uh, I look forward to it more than any of the WWE shows, mm-hmm. including the pay-per-views. Uh, I, I, again, I, I look forward to this past Wednesday's Dynamite, than this upcoming pay-per-view. Uh, but again, it's still. Uh, it's, it, did you I, I really quickly? Like, mm. like, I saw this interview with Q. T. Marshall explaining how the writing process works, mm. where he he receives text messages through Tony Khan and through all the different wrestlers sending the ideas, and they consolidate it through text. It's like, wow! Like, uh, imagine like how that show would come together, and it's and you can tell sometimes mm-hmm. how, they, how it's paced and how. Things don't make sense, how they cut away from SCU and how they have back to back to back to back brawls. Mm. Go, this is this is why that happens. How, uh, you know, but it was amazing that he had he just admitted to that process. It's like, oh, that's insane.
1: Yeah, no, someone needs to get them in a Google Doc because um, it's yeah. free and you can collaborate at the same time and you can space and then run out. through
0: it, top to bottom yeah. of what's and happening.
1: Yeah. Put comments and notes on it. But anyways, it's. It's fascinating, Dan, to build on your other point. Um, look, I, I, as much as we do nitpick, and that's the fun part of all this, I, you know, I think aside from Raw, most of the shows are pretty good at the moment. Like, as you said, AW is generally great. I think NXT is much better now that it's not in direct competition and it's it's on a separate day. They're doing some long-term booking. Um, there's some good stuff there. There's still some problems with stuff, but it's generally pretty good. Um, and, you know, look, I, I think SmackDown, you know, we looked at the card for Backlash. The SmackDown side is pretty strong. It's not perfect, but it's, it's no. pretty good. Um, but yeah, Raw is... An yeah, unmitig- I enjoy SmackDown. Yeah, Raw is an unmitigated disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the draft can't come soon enough because...
0: I guess. That's at this point,
1: do. they've just got to rebalance. Like, I, I get it. Fox was a big thing, and they wanted to stack the deck for Fox. But they need to re-slice this deck in half, probably flip half of it, and... Man, like I, again, I look at the future and if you look at the future of raw, you know, the tag team division, I actually don't have many problems with on raw. I think that's pretty interesting, but I, we're probably going to have a time where Matt Riddle and Alexa bliss are the top champions of raw. And that's problematic for many different and variety reasons. And I, man, it's going to be a show about a questionable dude who's a stoner and a child who was seduced by a monster.
0: Well, they may as well have the belts now because you're right. They they are given the most character development. Those two characters, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's the, honestly
0: those are the pet projects. So you're you are probably right. And even if they're not given belts, they're still given them. folk. it's it's oh, they it's may inevitable. as well have
1: it. You know, it's, it's like, inevitable. And I'd say this: the only reason. Because Riddle's been in number one contender type matches, we've already seen that he's been towards the end of a rumble, he's been in whatever the it was a number one contendership. He was one of the final five as well in the last few months. The the only reason that he's not even closer to that is that they they stumbled upon something great with Randy Orton and him, and yes. it's actually pretty enjoyable. That's the
0: well, that's the my favorite thing about Raw right now is RK Bro. Yeah, and yeah. I hope that they I I, I I I would like to see them at least. Have a match against AJ and
1: almost, yeah, 100%. And I, I think they'll take some time to get there. I don't know what happened to the Viking Raiders, they just disappeared apparently after coming back after media. Um, hope they're okay, but yes, I would like to see them get the tag team titles. And then after that, you can do a proper, you know, Orton,
0: murders. Th- yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the rights itself, uh, but but I will say, even that, even when they have a good concept. Orton, I, I don't think they fully have figured out because there's two Randy Orton's. There's the Randy Orton you normally see and there's that Randy Orton who's sort of a bit more silly and goofy and the Twitter Randy Orton and I, I don't, I, I think they need to actually develop this character they've had forever because this one dimensional I'm a legend killer, I don't care as opposed to this more flippant, sarcastic um, you know, it, the they're actually, you know, there is something in it and they've shown flashes of it in past skits. But this past week, I thought they really failed, especially with Kofi Kingston as part of that eight-man tag. How how Randy Orton didn't refer to Kofi at all was sort of perplexing to me. It basically forgot the character's history with another they, character they who's have known such for a history. Years. Yeah, um, Like, yeah, okay, he RKO'd him but he also RKO'd Xavier Woods. So just right. RKO'd his teammates. It meant nothing. It was just yeah. what he did because he's a legend killer. And it's like, well, yeah, but he's got a lived-in experience. And we know there's going to be progression with this character, but they're taking, again, so long to even give you the hints of progression. Mm. You're just getting the wins and you're getting Randy Orton walking away and kind of what... Yeah, you- but- Week. Randy's
0: the least, the least of the problem with this show. We, we've okay. just singled him out as one of the our favorite things. Yeah, but even that, uh, even that, even that, and that then. just
1: tells you. It's, I agree. It's I uh, hear you, Dan. We will. I don't even. I guess um, end of May is the. I don't even know what's the name of the AEW pay per view. I am not. Double up to or end. nothing. All right, double or nothing. We'll double down on that, and. Yep. Uh, God help us for Backlash. Everybody pray for all of us watching Backlash. And we'll see you next time. I'm Balabakani, and that's Daniel Shabari. Peace out. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit neversleepsnetwork.com.